Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? We hold to, we believe in the baptism with the Holy Spirit as a distinct and separate experience to that of regeneration, occurring either subsequent to or simultaneous with salvation, evidenced by a greater dynamic in the Christian's life, enabling that person to be a bold and more effective witness. The supreme evidence of the Holy Spirit-filled life is the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. We believe in the present-day ministry of the Holy Spirit in regard to the exercise of all biblical gifts of the Holy Spirit according to the instructions given to us. I know that's a lot, but I want you to understand that's where I stand. That's where this church stands. And this is the thing. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, again, it's to empower you and I to do the work of God, to do the work of the church, to be an effective witness to Christ. And when you realize what it is, when you realize what it really is, that it'll help you endure, that'll help you serve, that'll help you communicate and go deeper with your Lord, that'll help you with spiritual warfare, that'll help you with your testimony, that'll help you love God and others in a deeper way, why wouldn't you seek after it? So many Christians wander in their Christian life, and I call it the roller coaster Christian life because I was there. I know what it's like to be on that roller coaster. And so I would just, I just want to be the one to provoke you, to study, to seek this out like never before. You know, many times we're guilty of this. I know I have been, especially in my past, of trying to do so much in the flesh, of not being led by the Spirit. And one of the best examples I ever heard is imagine if you bought a motorcycle. Okay, I don't care if it's a dirt bike, a street bike. Just imagine if you bought a motorcycle. And you love that motorcycle. You're so proud of it. And so what you did is you pushed it around everywhere. You never utilize its power. You just push it everywhere. How exhausted are you going to be and how frustrated are you going to become? Well, then why are you doing it in your Christian life? I've seen so many people who try in their own flesh, in their own power, to do the work of God. And what happens is they get exhausted, they get frustrated, and it can even lead to to bitterness. But we are to be those who seek the power. All you have to do is put gas in the tank, start it up. It's the same in your Christian life because God is faithful. But I have to tell you, this is what it took from me. I was so exhausted. I was utterly exhausted. I hit rock bottom. I didn't know what else to do. I'd hit rock bottom. And I don't tell you this to try to look good or have some powerful testimony. Just the opposite because the truth is I stand here today only because the God of the universe had mercy on a prideful, arrogant young man who was self-consumed and who was so fearful of everything I was fearful of inadequacy, of rejection, of failure, of being left out, of being overlooked, of being looked down on. I was fearful of embarrassment and never being enough. Can you relate? And it was all rooted in my own pride. I truly wanted to do the work of God to serve in ministry, but I just couldn't get past one big obstacle. 
Me. <laughs> that is until one day, after years of failure and fear, a prideful ambition, I did what any prideful man would do. I went hunting by myself into the mountains. <laughs> and again, I share this with you to let you know. I was one of those Christians on the roller coaster. I would go up, I would go down. I'd have highs and lows. I was frustrating people around me. I was so full of pride. I'd go to the mountains by myself. I'd go deer hunting. And again, just like my walk, nothing. No results. I'm walking miles in the mountains. No results. Didn't even see a single deer, not even a doe. And I get up there on the mountain, close to the mountaintop, and I'm sitting there, and it's almost sundown. And I just started to pray. And it was cold. The wind felt halfway good, and I was just praying. I was just praying. And I think I've shared this a little bit before, but I have to tell you, it was the most honest prayer I've ever prayed. Because on that mountain, I sat there talking to God. I didn't question him. I wasn't angry anymore. And I just said this, Lord, I'm done. God, kill me or change me. I'm serious, Lord. You kill me. You take me home or you change me. Because I can't change myself. And Lord, if you do change me, do whatever it takes and don't stop. Even if I beg you in tears, don't stop changing me. Because I knew that's what I needed. I was wholly inadequate in myself. And I pray, God, whatever you do, just take everything away from me that's not of you. And whatever's left over, I know that's what's best. I know that's what's best for me and my family and for you and for your kingdom. You do whatever it takes. And I was wholly honest and raw before my king. And I finally just called out, I surrender I'd come to the end of myself. I'd tried it my way, and I was miserable. But God. <laughs> he met me on that mountaintop. He met me in that moment. Something happened. I began to pray, but my heart was changing. So many things were pouring out of me. I knew something was changing. I had peace I never had before. I had renewal I never had before. I had energy I never had before. Something in my heart was changing me. I had hope I hadn't had before. All of that despair that I'd been clinging to was just dissipating. Here's the amazing thing. I left the mountain that day, a changed man. And I didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> I went home and I didn't tell anybody about it. And I have to tell you how God is so faithful, how he gave me confirmation of the work that had happened. Okay? Because many things changed. But you know, three weeks after this, God gave me confirmation. I went elk hunting with some friends, these two older friends of mine who were, and uh, we decided to go, we went up to this central Idaho place where one of the men had a cabin that had been in the family for over 100 years, old homestead. And we went up, and it's nothing but 100 and some odd miles of backcountry. And we go up elk hunting, I mean, it's, it's, once you get off the road and you get there, it's nothing but backcountry. And not very many people hunt up there. And, you know, we took the family out there camping one time on September 1st. We woke up in the morning and there was a, about a foot of snow. We had to get out of there before the storm really hit. Those storms come in fierce in that place. It's up higher and they're just fierce. And so I went elk hunting a few weeks after this had happened. We went up there and as we were hunting in the early morning, we saw another truck. We didn't usually see vehicles, but there was another truck and there were three people and we saw them hunting and they were going over one ridge line. And I just made a mental note of that. We hunted the morning, and then, you know, the older guys, they wanted to go back and take some naps. You know how you do that sometimes in hunting? Now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, now I can relate. But I was outside cutting logs, cutting wood, you know, and it had a fire going, but I was sitting underneath the, the little uh, patio, the porch, and it began to snow, and the wind started picking up. 
And I was just reading my Bible and having such a great time. This three weeks, I've just, God had changed me. Things were so much better. I was listening to Christian music, and I was just having such an amazing time with God. And then something happened that has never happened to me before, and it wasn't an audible voice, but I heard a voice say, get in your Jeep and drive. <laughs> Guys, 100% true story is God is my witness. And I was like, well, that was different. <laughs> but many different things had happened over those few weeks, just so you know. So this didn't really catch me off guard too much, but I was like, what was that? That is weird. But I was like, I want to err on the side of caution. If that's God, I'm going to get in my Jeep and drive. So I got in my Jeep and drove, and, you know, the weather's starting to get pretty rough. I mean, I had all the chains and everything, but it was getting pretty rough, and the wind was swirling. And I drove for a long time on this line, in this ridge line. It wasn't really roads. It was more like Jeep trails. And I kept driving, and I kept driving, and I started to doubt a little. But I was like, no. I pushed the doubt out. I said, Lord, I know this is you. I don't know. You know, um, I didn't even get selfish. I didn't even think, oh, maybe he's got an elk for me. I didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. I just knew this was God. And he kept prodding me to keep driving. And I kept driving, and I went up this place. And I was about to turn around, and I know the same voice said, stop. Guys, I'm telling you the truth. Stop. And I'm like, all right. And I knew I was supposed to get out. I don't know why. I get out of the Jeep, and I walk up a little bit, and I'm looking back at the Jeep, and I'm looking around, and I don't see anything. And, you know, and I, again, I'm starting to doubt a little bit. Then I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I saw her on her knees praying. I walked closer, and this woman is praying, Please, God, help me. Please. And she opened her eyes and looked at me, and she thought she saw a ghost. She did. The Holy Ghost, right? The Holy Spirit. Because he had led me there. And she looked at me in awe. And I said, he answered your prayers. <laughs> and what had happened was this. Her and her husband and the friend, they had separated to go walk a ridgeline. She would gotten off track because they got into some animals and she ran after them. And you know, if you've ever been in the mountains and chasing animals, you sometimes lose your way. Well, she lost her way and the weather had picked up immensely. And she had a radio, and they'd asked her to shoot her gun, and they were telling her to walk closer. But she, she walked so much, she walked out of radio range. And where she was headed, where she showed me she was headed, is into that hundred miles of backcountry. And the weather was getting vicious. It was horrible. And I said, let's go. I, I got her in the Jeep. I drove up around where I saw their truck earlier. Drove past, couldn't see the men. Then we saw the two men come up, and when they saw her, they were elated. And she's sobbing, and she's thanking God, and she's a Christian. She's telling me her testimony. Her and her husband are believers, and they wanted to thank me. They wanted to give me things, and I said, no, I don't want anything. And I went back to the cabin, and I just sat there. <laughs> I told those, those older guys who were skeptical, um, I told them a little bit. But you know, it was one of those things. I began to pray, and, and God showed me that he allowed that to happen to show me really for the reason of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's for the body. It's for the benefit of the Christian church. It's for the benefit of his body. It's for those around us. It's not for self, but this is the amazing thing. We get to be a part of it. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.